The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the hosts and the guests. Hello and welcome to Two Millennials One Podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Gable. I'm Abby Richmond, and with us today is a very special guest, my best friend, Rachel Foster. (laughs) (laughs) And today, we're going to try to summon some demons, as it is Halloween. I think I'm just going to try and summon someone nice. And this is episode 40. <laughs> the big 4-0. We're How, middle-aged podcasters. podcasters. How have we done 40 episodes of this thing? Somebody was asking me that the other day. They're like, you've been doing this for like eight months. And I was like, yeah. They're We're like, 12 weeks away from an entire year of podcasts. Like, How do you not run out of things to talk about? <laughs> we always have stuff. Before we get started, per usual, if you have yet to subscribe to the show, but you're listening to it, what even? Please subscribe. Share it with your friends. We're available on every podcasting app except for Spotify. But check out the playlist. On Spotify. On Spotify. Which has some dank jams. Dank jams. So what's the theme for this episode, Abby? Okay, so the theme is Ouija board, question mark. Is Ouija a word? I believe so. O-U-I-J-A. Yeah, but what does it mean? That's a great question. We'll get Google on it. So anyways, we're going to be seeing if there are any spooky spooks here in Casa Gable. Yes, in the studio. And as we discussed before, I think the lady that owned this house lived to a hundred and something and recently died. So I don't know if she's floating around, but if so, maybe we can summon her. We looked it up and so far there isn't a definition for the word itself, but just explaining what the board is. So, oh, it's an ancient Egyptian word meaning good luck. Well, then how could this be bad? Exactly. So on this box, we just have, it looks like two children's hands placed upon the what is that little thing called? The little plastic... I think it's called a planchette. Planchette. And they're just playing this game with some astrological designs on the background of the board. So, yeah. It also says the mystifying oracle. So, that's got to be good. What is an oracle? Something that tells the future, I believe. It's for ages 8 and up. So, maybe that's why they demonstrated 9-year-olds playing. And it's called a game, right? Yes. How is this a game? I don't know. Whether you call it Ouija or Ouija, the Ouija board spells fun. (laughs) Just ask it a question and wait to see what answer the mystifying oracle will reveal to you. How do you feel about that? I feel like this is complete bullcrap, but I'm intrigued. What if we get on here and literally nothing happens and then we don't have an episode? That could very well happen. Or it actually works and I become a believer in paranormal Okay, but do you have a plan B for this? Yes. We're going to oh. go get a mirror and we're gonna- ah, I hate you. Do not. Do not. You're going to do it. Yes. Isn't there that Charlie thing too with paper and pencil? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should just try to get as many demons and stuff floating around here as possible. All right. Well, here's how you play the game. Sit opposite your partner with the board between you and your fingers lightly touching the message indicator or previously referred to as the planchette. One of you asks a question. Now concentrate very hard on the matter at hand and wait for the indicator to move and begin to reveal the answer through its message window. If nothing happens at first, try asking another question. Allow one to five minutes for an answer to come. Will it tell you yes or no? Will it give you a number or spell out an answer? For decades, players have brought their questions to the Ouija board. What do you do with the information it reveals is between you and the mystifying oracle. Ouija, it's only a game. Isn't it? Is that literally what it says? Yeah. Oh my. 
It contains a sturdy wood Ouija board featuring original graphics and a plastic message indicator. Is it sturdy? I disagree with that adjective. I feel like it's kind of hefty. It's heftier (laughs) than a regular board game. I'll agree. It's heftier than Monopoly, but I feel like we could snap that if things get too buck wild. It'll start to burn. That's what happens in the movies. Maybe the whole house will burn down. I'm glad I don't live here. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, so we're going to invite some demons into the home. This will be a fun night. Here we go. Let's get it fired up. All right, so we're just supposed to ask it a question. I guess, but you have to lightly put your fingers on it. It's not a good shape for us to be sitting across from each other. It says two or more players, but it also says to sit across from each other, and I feel like that's not a good shape for just two people. Right, it's very triangular. Are they different shaped, or are they always like this? This is the only one I'm aware of, but this is the first Ouija board I've ever touched. Me too. Have you ever done this before, special guest host? Nope. Wait, who's asking it? You go. I don't know what I want to ask, so you go. Who are we asking? Or should we just, like, throw out some random question? Is anyone there? Okay. Ouija board. Is anyone there? Focus really hard at the matter at hand. (laughs) Are we going to sit here for five minutes? It says, wait, one to five minutes. So, is it supposed to move on its own? Yes. Why would you move it? Oh, like, maybe the spirits... Move through you. Maybe the spirits come into you and they're like making you make the decision maybe so like if you get a strong urge then you can move it is that what it is i don't know it didn't say that it's not moving on its own though all right so we should ask a different question rephrase the question that's what they said are there any spirits in this room nothing is happening All right, so are there any ghosts in the room? Good question. In case there's a a difference. Rach, do you have a question? No. (laughs) I was going to participate as minimally as possible, just in case. Just in case. Just in case what? Like, she starts moving? Or like we invoke something? I have no idea. (laughs) All of the above. Okay, let me think. Has anyone ever died in the vicinity of this house? Nothing's happening. So have we determined that this is completely not real? Yes. That's unfortunate. I was hoping this would start spinning and we'd get dragged down to the depths of hell or something. I would hate to get dragged down to the depths dragged. of hell. <laughs> Oh, that was disappointing. How much was this, first of all? This was $20. Okay, that's a lot. Eh. And, like, what are you going to do with it now? I don't know. I think I'm going to take it to my classroom. You know how many people think these are terrifying or literally think those are, like, instruments of the devil? Can you, like, put it up right above the smart board? Oh, absolutely. I'll put it right next to my new Taylor Swift poster. Yeah. It'll be lit. All right, so the Ouija board, sucky. Nothing happened. So I'm going to go get a mirror. So, why are you afraid of this, Abby? I just don't like it. It's just scary. Even if nothing happens... Explain to me what even happens. I've never done any of these silly games. Are you supposed to, like, call for someone? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. You say it once, and then you're, like, turning around, and then you say it again, and you turn around, and then on the third time, she's supposed to show up in the mirror. Hmm. Right? I don't know. I think that's right. Will you do it for us? I guess so. All right. 
Oh, jeez, Louise. If I die today, friends, I just want you to uh, always remember to subscribe and tell your friends. Just kidding. I would like to say that I love my mom and my dad and my dog, and I hope that everyone has a good life. That picture up there is starting to freak me out, though. Okay, yeah. That is a creepy picture. This is sketchy. Is it supposed to be in the dark? I feel like it's supposed to be in the dark, but I think that it's going to get really dark. Oh, it's not that bad. Okay. Temporarily removing the headset. So yeah, killing the lights definitely added to the effect. Jesus. We brought in a big full-size mirror. This is so scary. And Abby's about to call for Bloody Mary. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. <laughs> I like can't. Okay. Bloody Mary. <coughs> We're good. So, nothing happened, but now Abby's choking to death, so. <laughs> yeah. Bloody Mary falls too. Yeah. Unless she, like, came into my lungs. I think it's fake news. Alright, so Ouija board fake. Bloody Mary fake. What's this other one that you were telling me about the other night? Charlie, Charlie. I never played it. I think you, like, draw one of these. Oh, is this where you draw, like, the compass thing with yes or no yeah. and you ask if it's there? But I don't know. Do you put it in here or do you put it over here? I think it's over here. All right, so she has a cross on the paper and there's yes in two boxes and no in two other boxes. That are in juxtaposition to each other. <laughs> They're across from each other. Definitely. I don't know what to do with the pencil, though. Is the pencil supposed to determine? Yes. Yeah, it's like it's a pointer. To move. I, I don't see. think it will with that stuff on it. Oh, yeah, with this on it. So we need a completely round pencil. Rachel, what would be your last message to someone if you were going to die? I mean, I guess I would tell Hannah I'm sorry for stealing all her clothes. Hannah's her younger sister for our listeners. Because she's still pretty salty. <laughs> all right, so I believe we placed the uh, number two pencil kind of like intersecting both lines so she's laid the pencil on the cross with the yes and no quadrants and so then you just get to ask it yes or no questions and it's supposed to go like this to point to the correct answer yeah okay so call them you out just go you just you just go charlie charlie are you there okay the pencil didn't move so then you ask it a question and you just have to say charlie charlie before it i think Charlie, Charlie, are we in danger? I wish you would have just like tied a fishing line to it or something and just to like mess with it, me. Just to freak with you guys, yeah. I'm unimpressed. I feel like there are situations in which these things could work. In what way? Describe well, like one. if I did this at school, those desks aren't flat, and so the pencil would move. Oh, so from a not real, not real Charlie, right. Charlie, but just weird situations where the pencil may move or the planchette may start to slide one way or the other on the Ouija board. Yeah. I could see that. Have you ever played that game? I think it's like a trust building exercise or something where you're supposed to have your hands out and then slowly they all go down. Yes. So... I think that what if the Ouija board planchette is like that, and so slowly your hands do just, like, kind of fall. That's probably why they have you sit there for five minutes. I bet you start to lose that control of your hands, like you're saying, and it just starts to slide. Like, whoever's the weakest on that, yeah, it would, would slide be in weird. that direction. Hmm. I cracked the code. You very well might have. <laughs> so is literally all of this stuff that scares people just complete crap? 
Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's a bummer. I was hoping to get freaked out. And here we are sitting in the dark. Charlie's not talking to us. Bloody Mary's nowhere to be found. I'm going to give this a Google really fast. All right, I found this on the interweb. If you're new to magic, then that's no problem. Using the steps outlined below to contact the dead is simple. It requires no prior experience. You can technically contact the dead with little or no equipment whatsoever, simply making the things you need when they are required. But it is so much easier if you have a few things on hand. Number one, a Ouija board. Check. Got it. Number two, candles. Any kind. You have those. I do. Number three, incense. I don't have any incense. All right, number one, these are the steps. Make yourself sacred. Before you begin with this exercise, you should perform at least once. If you're new to summoning, you're probably feeling a little anxious about communicating with the spirit world. That's fine. When you think about it afterward, you'll realize it is kind of creepy. What? Pick a night when you can be alone in the house, or go somewhere where you can be alone. Turn off all the lights and sit in the dark. You can light a couple of candles for the mood if you like it. (laughs) Picture people you can't see. Some guy lurking outside your window, an invisible person standing right behind you. Imagine scary ghosts from movies you have seen. Really go to town on this. Listen to the sounds around you. Floorboards creaking, trees swaying in the wind, the heating kicking in, whatever. Listen while scared. You will realize that quiet as a domestic setting is actually really quite loud. Just sit for a while, listening and imagining. That sounds like how you get yourself (laughs) depressed, honestly. (laughs) Step two is entitled Play With Yourself. (laughs) Which is filthy. you think they would have titled that better. <laughs> Wipe down the Ouija board and planchette with a damp cloth rinsed in warm, slightly saline water. Slightly saline. Yeah, just a little salty. <laughs> Go somewhere where you won't be disturbed. Pray or invoke as you see fit. The simplest way of doing this is to visualize yourself bathed in white light from above. Then picture this light being absorbed into your body until you can see yourself glowing so brightly it's almost too difficult for your mind's eye to focus on it. Then feel this light expand out to you to the four walls, floor, and ceiling where they lock, leaving you in a safe, sanctified space. Say, okay, here we go. St. Nicholas of Tolentino lights the lamp. St. Christopher lights the lamp. With the permission of the Eo Sabbath, we make safe and sacred the space that we may traffic with the honored dead. Beloved St. Nicholas of Tolentino, shepherd my guides and helping spirits to this place. Be with us here and speak through the medium of this board. Indicate your presence here by moving the plant chat to yes. And now you wait until the plant chat moves to yes. Sometimes it may move somewhere else first. Get the board back out. I feel like we got some, we got some stuff. What if it doesn't work because you're not praying to anybody that you actually believe exists? Will you do the prayers for us? I don't know what saints are. I know what saints are. I'm not Catholic. You're reading, so it doesn't even matter. I call upon the peaceful dead. Wait, put them on. I call upon the peaceful dead. If there are any among you who would speak to us this night, then be with us now in this sacred space. Indicate your presence and readiness by moving the plant chat to yes. What the frick? <laughs> Stop, you're moving it. No, St. Nicholas is moving it. <laughs> He's moving it, y'all. I think there's a spirit here. <laughs> I hate you. Is it because we're not taking this seriously? No, I think it's because we're not scared. I think for it to work, you have to be scared. I think that is the ticket, honestly. When you're scared, everything seems possible. Well, I mean, listen to what the guy told you to do before you even started any of this intentionally scare the piss out of yourself definitely then go play the game special guest host is this the weirdest thing you've done in a while well i've been hanging out with abby for about so, no. two months now, so yeah no 
You believe in ghosts, right? Yes. Do you believe in ghosts? I'm really religious, and I don't believe in ghosts, but I did go to a Catholic school for like 12 years. With nuns and all that good stuff? No, no. I mean, my teachers were some real grouches, <laughs> to put it nicely, but they weren't nuns. But I did go to church three days a week. We all did that as a school, and I feel like religious people are more likely to be superstitious. Agreed. And... I don't have a lot of superstition, and I feel like it's because of how I view religion. You're not superstitious. Just a little stitious. (laughs) Michael Scott, The Office. And you are religious, Abby. Yeah. And we determined that that probably plays into your belief of ghosts. Of something, yeah. Of something, yeah. Because if I believe a soul is a thing, then I believe that it can get lost. Do you think the fact that I don't believe in anything and she sounds like she believes in hardly anything is dampening what could happen if we were true yeah, believers? Yeah, it's, ru- it's ruining the magic. Yeah, I don't think ghosts would For come For magic here. to work, you have to believe in magic. That's probably fair. For Christmas to happen, you have to believe in the Christmas spirit. So for this to happen, you have to believe in any spirit. I wanted to be convinced, though. I was so excited for this. I thought people's irrational fear of this board out in front of us was due to something. Did you really, though? I did. The fact that I brought this into the house and my girlfriend, she is just completely rational. She was like, get this out of the house. That right there, I was triggered. I was ready to go. Yeah, Diane was freaked. She was like, you don't need anything else to deal with in your life, let alone summoned ghosts. Exactly. And these are rational, very educated people that are like, get that thing out of here. I know if I take this into school, I'll probably get called into the office. Oh, immediately. Yeah. They probably think you're satanic as well. I feel like they do. But <laughs> but that gives me just enough belief in these things. Like if very rational people like your mother my girlfriend are like, don't mess with that stuff. And then here we are messing with it, and so far, so good. I think it's because we don't believe in it, and you're not scared. And I feel like it would be even more working if there was more fluid connection between the people who are doing it. You know what I mean? Because I feel like those are boundaries, too. I kind of understand that, yeah. I think if I were alone with either of you, it would have more likely of a possibility of working. Way to ruin that, Rachel. Just kidding. Bye. (laughs) Totally kidding. No, that's probably fair. I still don't think anything would happen, but I could see getting yourself super freaked out. Kind of like that thing we read with someone you're really comfortable with. I could see some shenanigans happening, but I don't think it would be legitimate. Well, at least we know now. That's true. Call us the Mythbusters. I'm a proud owner of a Ouija board now. Speaking of other scary things, how about those pipe bombs going through the mail? Have you been hearing about that? No. Abby Richmond, where are you at, dude? What? So someone crazy sent pipe bombs to Barack Obama. Hillary Clinton, George Soros, Eric Holder, Robert De Niro, John Brennan, a bunch of these Democratic people. You're joking. I'm not joking. Did they go off? No, none of them have gone off. They have recovered all of them without them going off. And every single one of those people Trump has tweeted about or like raged on within the last few months or so. That's terrifying. Yeah, there's like domestic terror happening right now as we speak. And Trump blamed the media for ripping people apart. Back to being so angry, I can't even. Yeah. That's some actual scary stuff, though. Like, if you went to your mailbox and there's a pipe bomb inside of it. What is a pipe bomb? It is a pipe, like a literal pipe, that has uh, explosives in it and uh, something to detonate. Yeah, and a pipe, obviously, if you get enough pressure built up in that, it'll explode. You're just, like, chilling in people's mailboxes, so 
everyone's kind of on high alert. That's what was the, like, are they pressure sensitive, time sensitive? They're not for sure. The fact that none of them went off is indicating that this person either is like just screwing with people or doesn't know how to build a bomb properly because these went through the U.S. mail. So obviously it's not triggered by movement, you know, even if it is just a scare tactic. And I mean, it's a real bomb. I mean, it it was designed to go off. Yeah, exactly. They had to evacuate the entirety of the CNN building. They're all like standing out there on the street trying to continue the news. You know, this is a weird podcast. It is. That's okay, though. It's spooky season. It is. And it's not our fault. We I mean, it is kind of our fault that we couldn't get a spirit to communicate with us, but what can you do? We tried, y'all. We tried our best. All right. We'll wrap this show up. Uh, let's get our song picks of the week out there. This week, I'm going to go with a song by T-Swift called Dress. It's not anything like T-Swift, and I really, really like it. That is a great jam. Great. Okay. Mine is Fall For Me by Barcelona. What kind of bop is that? Probably like I'm not indie. prepared for these questions. Indie. That'll work. Maybe. I don't know. I think it's kind of like Snow Upbeat. Patrol or something yeah, like that. Yeah, Upbeat Alternative. Kind of. Right on. My song pick of the week will be Flicker Fade by Taking Back Sunday. Going for some emo stuff. I don't think I know that one. It's good. It's about uh, your very serious relationship ending. Oh, I love like that. a good song like that. Taking Back Sunday is sometimes really too emo for me on some of their stuff. It's dripping emo. It's like as emo as you can get. Make Damn Sure is really good, that though. That is a good song. All right, folks, I hope you're not completely disappointed with episode 40. I am. No ghosts, no spirits, at least not now. Check us out next week for another exciting episode. For a November-themed episode. Oh, God, we're talking about turkeys and <laughs> We're going to talk pilgrims. about the mistreatment of Native Americans. Stay tuned. Have a great week, folks. Bye. Bye.